Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to Dr. J's Path to Success podcast, Dr. James Fetish is a successful practice owner, best-selling author, and speaker. Listen in as he shares his secrets to a successful business and a successful life. So now, here's Dr. J. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. This podcast is talking about capacity. So capacity, 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 mostly in the aspects of your business, but we're talking about capacity in several ways. So one of the most interesting things I do with coaching with clients is that you're going to run into a capacity block at some point. So when you're growing a business, there are certain points where you kind of reach the capacity and then we need to grow or figure out those changes that you need to make and then grow beyond that. So for example, you know, my clinic started off at 700 square feet and, uh, you know, we reached capacity there. I go to 1400 square feet. Now we're at 4,000 square feet and we still have capacity issues there. We may be looking at some more space as well. Uh, but it's not just space only, you know, it's staff. I, I did a coaching call not too long ago. A guy, I think he's seen about 150 patients a week, which is a pretty busy practice for, for average doc. And he basically had one assistant doing the front desk, the back office, and the insurance billing. And he's basically talking to me on how come she wasn't doing a good enough job on insurance billing. And my answer was, you need more staff people. Uh, so we're running into that a lot of times too. So the capacity isn't just the space, although that's kind of the easiest thing to think about. One analogy I, I remember, I think Greg Stanley at Whitehall gave years ago at a seminar was, if you ever go to a Costco or a Sam's Club on a weekday, you notice there's 50 cashier lanes, right? And if you go to Costco or Sam's Club, you know, any day but Saturday morning, Sunday morning, you know, 48 of those 50 lanes have no cashiers in it. So you might look around and say, well, why, why do they have all those cashier lanes? You know, there's only two open, but they know on Saturday at 10 o'clock or in Sunday, 10 o'clock, they're busy times. It's just a couple hours. They need all those booths open. So that's all about capacity. You know, 90% of the time, they don't need those, those 50 cashier lanes, but those couple hours a month, they do. Same with the restaurant. If you go to a restaurant at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you'll say, well, why do they have 100 tables in this restaurant? There's only four of us eating because people don't eat at 3 o'clock, right? But it's, you know, in a, in a weeknight too. Is you go on in on every weeknight, it's probably three quarters going to be empty. But Friday, Saturday night, when everybody wants to come, all those tables are all filled up. So that's all about capacity. So a lot of business owners are looking at a you know, restaurant on a Tuesday night and say, well, I got 10 tables full. What do I need 50 tables? What am I going to add? you know, tables for, but then on Saturday night when 50 people want to come and eat and you only have 10 tables available, you can't serve all those customers. So I think it's a good analogy just happens in your business. And there's all sorts of ways, you know, staff, space, equipment are some of the three biggest ways we do it. Staff's a big one. Space is a big one. And uh, equipment and, and a lot of industries, equipment is really important and healthcare is really important. You have enough tables for all the clients and benches and therapy machines and all that kind of stuff as well. So that's one of the things I help coach people through. You know, I remember seeing 50 a, day, a week and, you know, there was a capacity change you have to figure out there and we're, we help docs at that level. You know, now in my clinic, we see a hundred a day and, and there's capacity issues that are different there as well. But all along the way from 50 a week to 100 a day, there's a million capacity changes that you got to be able to figure out. You got to be able to figure out how to overcome these challenges and get to the next level. And when your practice or your business is stuck, that's probably why. You know, if you're a yoga instructor and you do three classes a day and they're all full, you know, there's only so many clients you can see a day. So how do we add capacity? We add another class, we expand the hours, and there's a million challenges along the way. So one of the stories that 
one of the things that happened to me recently that made me want to think about this story is pretty interesting that happened to me that really applies to the healthcare practices. So a lot of times, you know, in healthcare, you're, you can only see so many patients yourself. Or say that you're a yoga instructor, you're a teacher, you don't see so many people yourself and you have to have other people see the clients. That's one of the things a lot of people come to me with coaching help for, you know, is that bring on associates, bring on other doctors or therapists. And that's a, a whole big challenge. It's a lot bigger challenge than a lot of other issues may find in your clinic. So anyways, I have an interesting thing that just happened to me over the weekend that I kind of really wanted to hit home with this capacity argument that I have or capacity issue that we have a lot of times. So, you know, basically we had a guy who was a great guy, local guy to my office is about 15 minutes from my, or 20 minutes from my house. He had paint, uh, we hired an interior decorator years ago for an old office and he, he was the lowest, best bid for repainting the clinic. So I painted my, you know, this is eight years ago, clinic years ago. Did a great job for a price. Very clean, neat guy. Nicest guy you'd ever want to meet. Did a great job. Uh, didn't use him for a little while. And then uh, we need, he did a couple little things for me here and there over the years. Uh, when the economy was bad, you know, he was obviously always slow. And we, we always were able to use him for all kinds of projects. In our last home, we just moved about six months ago. The home before, he had repainted about half the house, the deck. A lot of painting work there. At one point, he was there for weeks on end, just painting and painting. Nicest guy, great with my daughter, my wife, clean, neat, friendly guy, great painting, takes his time, just beautiful work. So, but then we moved to a new house in November. Uh, most of the house was in really good paint. We just wanted the kids' bedrooms kind of done in a kids' bedroom and not, uh, you know, just whatever generic paint was there. And at the time, he told me, you know, he's eight weeks booked out or something. So if you're not, you know, it's 2018, the stock market's booming, the economy's booming. We're in North Jersey where there's a lot of Wall Street money and, and uh, you know, the economy's really booming here. Everybody's remodeling their house, they're redoing their decks. You know, everybody's spending money with the stock market doing well, the economy doing so well. So all well, these contractors, it always kind of cracks me up because I knew these guys in 08, 09 when the economy's cracked and they're all starving for work, but now they're very busy and they're booked out. So anyway, it's time to pay my kids better. I think he was booked out six, eight weeks, something like that. So basically my father-in-law did it, did a great job. He's a great painter, great guy. So he did a great job on that. We didn't use him. So now we need some other stuff done. Summer's coming up. We need to seal this stamped concrete uh, patio around the pool and a couple more projects around the new house. So of course I went to reach out to him and he's booked for like six to eight weeks again. And you know, it's going to wait for him. And then there's another contractor that's uh, basically rebuilt my house, my office once for me, and he's going to do it next week for us. Um, he's going to do that stamped concrete for us. And he was by the house the other day going through some projects I wanted him to do and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, just with this other painter that we used a few times, I was like, he just, you know, I'm not going to bother reaching out to him anymore. You know, he's booked out six to eight weeks and I know the economy, will, you know, goes up and goes down. It's going to go down at some point and, um, you know, he'll probably be begging for work and he'll probably forget me or that's when he'll remember that he wants to do work for me again. And now that things are, are busy, he's booked out. Um, that's a whole other conversation we could probably talk about another day, but you know, really brought me around to this capacity issue. So now times are good. Things are booming. Everybody's spending money. I mean, most of the country's this way, but again, North Jersey got Wall. Wall Street money and all this money floating around. People are just remodeling like crazy. So all these contracts just booked. Uh, so this is that capacity. This is Sam's Club on a Saturday morning at 10 a.m. So this painter is a great guy, nicest guy in the world. Never had another painter, doesn't have a secretary, answers his own calls. You know, mostly I text him. And, you know, he's just a guy with his cell phone and a paint can. And he's never had another painter, as far as I know. Never had a crew. He's not willing to grow or reach the capacity demands. Um, so this is okay. And there's nothing wrong with being that solo painter, not having the overhead of that. Um, you know, most of us, I think, are listening to this podcast probably because you want to grow and not be stuck. Uh, but this in, c- crosses over. So anyways, in my head, I got this other guy's going to do it. And I said, you know, what? I'm not going to bother with this painter anymore. He's booked out all the time. He can't get the work done in a timely fashion. I haven't been able to use him for a while now. And, uh, you know, the economy will, will be slow again and he'll probably be bothering me for work. But at that, you know, I'll remember these times that he's too busy for me. And I just kind of made up my mind this weekend after him not being available again that we're just not going to use him for painting anymore. There's a million other painters and there's other people. And I got someone to do 
the work this week. So why am I going to wait, you know, eight weeks for him when he were a good customer and when times were bad, I was still spending money with him. Um, but anyway, so he, he reached his capacity and he's not willing to grow beyond that. And that would include hiring painters, maybe a secretary, answer service, you know, other things to grow to the capacity. If you're booked out six to eight weeks, you can hire another painting crew to do another job and double your business. But he's just reached his capacity and he's unwilling or unable to grow beyond that capacity. But now he's going to lose me as a customer and forever. I'm not going to really go back and there's a million painters. And if he's going to be booked out, you know, like that, I'm just going to find somebody else. I'm not going to wait eight weeks. My daughter has a pool party in three weeks for her birthday and we want the patio done before then. You know, it's simple and he's not, he's booked for two months. So we're going to get somebody else to do it. And you know, I keep asking him to paint and he's booked for eight weeks. So he's going to lose me as a customer for good. I think I'm a good customer. I painted a big office with him. He painted basically our last whole four bedroom house. We now have a six bedroom house that, you know, there's a lot of painting to be done and uh, he's just too busy. So he's going to lose us as a customer. So this crossover, I have this conversation with doctors right now. You know, client right now is just super busy slam trying to bring him associates on and it's not an easy thing bringing on other docs but a lot of doctors therapists that we work with are scared to bring on other people to treat patients right you're scared either your patients your practice your baby and trust me i get it you know i've been there when i have multiple associates i've been through all that i'm actually at the point now the practice where people a lot most of the patients don't know who i am to be honest with you they're uh, seeing another doc another physical therapist acupuncturist they're seeing somebody else and, and the vast majority don't know who i am to be honest with you i really keep my loyal patients over the years i only take new patients if they were referred in really strongly by an existing patient, not just if they mentioned me. Um, but that's a whole other topic for another day. Uh, but going to that's, you know, very challenging and there's mental issues with that as well. But a lot of times I'm trying to get docs to hire associates. They don't want to give over control of the patients. And, you know, it is a scary thing. We work through all that with them. But this painter issue just really kind of hit home this point with me, and hopefully it hits home with you as well. So so instead of having another crew, so if you'd hired another crew, I probably would have said, you know, we like the main guy. He's painted all of ours, but he says, you know what? I'm booked for eight weeks, but I have this crew, and they can come out and do it next week for you or the week after. I would have used that crew. Now, if they did a decent job, I definitely would have stuck with them. Um, if they didn't, you know, he might have lost me as a customer. But now being overbooked and not even, you know, considering my job for two months, he's lost me permanently as a customer, right? So same with your practice. You're so booked and busy, you can't spend the time with the patient. Instead of having an associate that maybe does 80% of good a job as you, or maybe does just as good as you or better or, or her, you know, her. Uh, but instead of giving that opportunity, you may be, you're probably doing the same thing with customers. I'll say, you know, Dr. Jones is booked for the next two weeks. He doesn't have any new patient slots today or tomorrow or this week or just really busy or they're waiting too long, etc. You know, you're losing those customers. You're afraid of losing customers because you're going to hand some customers off to another provider. Um, but you're probably losing customers anyway. So this is kind of really interesting. You know, like I said, if you think about the painter, if you had some other crew do the job, if they did it even 80% as good, he'd probably keep me as a customer. You know, I'm the kind of customer these painters want. I got an office. I got a rental properties. I got the house, a big house. You know, there's a lot. I mean, there's painting nonstop. I mean, I'm, I think I'm a good customer at paying time. You know, they're the kind of customers people want. Um, he's pretty much lost me. I mean, I'm, I mean, he's lost me forever and always did a good job, fair prices, you know, nice guy, but he's just overbooked and doesn't grow the capacity. So, you know, there might be patients like that as well. They want to get their friend and their family and they want to come in for another visit, whatever the case may be, they can't get in to see you or the wait times are getting too long. Even and you don't realize just another minute to they're waiting, uh, or they're just realizing it's a little too slow. You're spending a little less time with people, whatever it is, there's capacity issues. But by not having somebody else that can see the patients and take over for that, you may be losing the customers for good. So I really just thought this painting example is a great example for these docs on the fence that don't want to hire another staff or another you know clinical staff person to see patients. You're scared. But, you know, it's better off to, to have them treating people than losing these customers for good. So I want you to really think about this painter story. You know, he's lost me for good as a good customer. You know, if he had had another painter working for him, I definitely would have gave the guy a shot. 
And, um, you know, like I said, if he was even 90%, 80% as good as him, I would have stuck with his customer. And this is a customer, you know, any painter in the, in the area would want me as a customer. If we pay a time, we got multiple properties, businesses, houses, rentals, uh, you know, so there's, there's always work to be done. And, and, uh, you know, our business is relatively recession proof. So our last recession, we were still doing work around the house. I think that's when I remodeled the last house was when the economy was doing bad. So, you know, we're, we're good customers. You're losing us for good. So anything about this capacity issues would think about that, you know, with that story with that painter, you might lose a customer good for a lifetime. They can't get their friend and they can't see you. They're going to go find somebody else who can. And again, we're using examples for the doctor's offices, a lot of my clients, but this applies to everywhere. You know, it's teaching in the yoga class or massage, you know, or any of these businesses. You can only do so much of the work. You're an architect. You can only draw so many houses, do so many. You need associate architects, lawyers. You know, this same story applies the same way. You're a lawyer, you're booked up, you can't take new clients for two months. You know, there's some good client needs work done. If you had an associate attorney on there that could do the work 80% as well, you might retain that client. So I just want to really think about that, that painter story. You know, capacity is a whole other issues. We can get into this for hours and hours hours and hours getting through these capacity blocks. But what will happen is you're growing your business or really anything, your life, and this goes over everywhere. You're going to run into these blocks and whether it's, yeah, now I need to hire another provider. I need another chiropractor, another doctor to see more patients. I can't see anymore. Or you need more staff people. You need a bigger space. You need another table. And these are things I work through with clients. There's all sorts of issues and everyone's challenges differently. You know, if a provider who owns his own space, it's a little bit smaller region capacity, but he can't really get more space because he owns it. So we're going to expand the office hours as a way to work around that. Um, you know, different providers work different hours. There's, there's so many issues. And even in my clinic, you know, with three chiropractors, two PTs, acupuncturists, you know, we've got a stagger shift. So, you know, if everyone was there seeing patients at the same time in the same space, you know, it'd be overwhelming because we're busy, but you know, we space it out accordingly and we staff accordingly to busier hours have more staff and you know it's a constant challenge we were just you know rearranging staff hours based on the scheduling and the providers getting busier and which shifts are getting busier and so it's a constant challenge for you know those capacity blockages but you got to be able to grow past those and get through those changes and it certainly helps to have someone who's been there and done that already obviously and that's us uh, we've been through all these changes and seen the growth. But yeah, I remember seeing 50 a week and that was hard and now we see 100 a day and there's there's obviously a million challenges all along the way. You know, there's a point where 100 a week feels busy, and then, you know, obviously that can be really slow for someone like me. But there's a million challenges to get from there to here, breaking through those capacity changes. But I just really thought this painter story is really pretty interesting. Um, you know, that you're just going to lose a customer because he's not willing to take on that capacity. And that might be fine with him. He's busy enough. He's a simple guy. He makes X amount of dollars. He doesn't want to grow past that. Uh, like I said, you're probably not listening to that podcast because you want to have a simple life like that. You're probably here looking here to grow, ex- expand yourself, expand your business, and grow, grow, grow. But there's all sorts of capacity changes that we got to work through on the way there. And this doesn't just apply to the businesses, your, you know, your fitness, your family, all kinds of stuff along the way. And even if you're not an owner, there's a lot of challenges that go along the way. If you're just, you know, associates, you know, remember them feeling busy at 15 a day, then 25 day and 30 day, you know, and getting through those changes, how much time do I spend with patients? When do I do my notes? You know, there's a million capacity changes that you have to get through to increase your business, increase your practice, or, you know, just make yourself a better person. So there's a lot of capacity challenges along the way. It certainly helps to have somebody who's been through all those challenges there. So, if you have been on our website, we have got a new offer on the website. It's a free audio training. So I just did a free audio training, the top 10 ways to get new patients into your office. It's a free audio. It's going to be available limited time on the website. It's up live now. The website is drjamesfetich.com, F-E-D-I-C-H. Just recorded a new audio, top 10 ways to get new patients 2018. It's going to be available for free for a limited time. We'll probably lock it up in the members vault after then. But if you're a non-member, non-coaching client, you can get that for free right now. 
down list and that. It's real tips. It's not a teaser. It's real top 10 ways to grow your practice in 2018. So it's free for a limited time only. It'll probably be in the members vault pretty soon. We'll decide when to do that. But, uh, you know, we all, most of our top materials in the member section of the website only. So that won't be free for too long on there. So go ahead and sign up for that now. It's, it's just been up a week or two and uh, we will lock that up in the vault very soon, but it's free to the general public there. So go ahead and sign up for that. And hopefully this finds you well, but think about these capacity blockages. I want you to really think about that painter story. You know, a lot of providers are just so scared to delegate treatment and I get it. I've been there and I'm on the other side where, um, you know, I don't do much treatment, but uh, people are scared to delegate the treatment. I mean, think about that painter story. You're losing, would you rather lose a customer over life or try to delegate to somebody 80% as good as you or hopefully 100% as good as you? Uh, but just want you to think about those capacity challenges that you face in the business. And I guarantee if you're stuck in a, if your practice isn't growing, there's capacity challenges along the way. Try to figure them out. If you need help, we're here to help you out. Check out the website for more information on that. So have a great day. I hope you think about some capacity challenges in your practice. Thanks for listening to Dr. J's Path to Success podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. For information, please visit drjamesfetish.com. Dr. James R. Fetish, Clinic Director at Village Family Clinic. His book, Secrets of a Million Dollar Clinic, is available on Amazon and online at hackettstownfamilyclinic.com or drjamesfetish.com, www.drjamesfetish.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.